Let's say you just bought a house. Bad news is, you're one step closer to becoming your parents. You'll proudly mow the lawn. Ask if anybody noticed you mowed the lawn. Tell people to stay off the lawn. Compare it to your neighbor's lawn. And complain about having to mow the lawn again. Good news is, it's easy to bundle home and auto through Progressive and save on your car insurance. Which, of course, will go right into the lawn. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discount not available in all stages or situations. Let's say you just bought a house. Bad news is, you're one step closer to becoming your parents. Which means you're going to start telling your kids to clean up before the cleaning lady comes. Doesn't make sense, but you're the parent and they're the kids. You're going to start telling them that now, too. Good news is, it's easy to bundle home and auto through Progressive and save on your car insurance. And there's your opening to remind them who pays the bills around here. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discount not available in all states or situations. This is a Zencast Studios production. Doing it live, it's super slimy. Welcome to episode 7 of Riding the Pine. I am Hondo here with Guy, MTG in the building. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're faking it till we're, we make it. We're doing it. We're doing it for week one. So here it is. Here it is. And we are back. We are back. We are back in action. We are live in Ballard. It is, what, 1021 Saturday. And, you know, there's been a few days of games. We got out for the NBA opener. Uh, Season opener. The grand opening, grand closing. <laughs> <laughs> Danny Manho. <laughs> yeah, you know what it is. Yeah. So we're going to shake it up. You know, we had all these preseason episodes, but we got to come back. We got to go right into what we're most excited about. MTG, kick it off. What Week one, week one, what did you find yourself most excited about in the NBA season? Man, two things right here. First and foremost, quick shout out to Nike. Because the jerseys, man. I've been so excited. You're every hired. game I turn into. <laughs> yeah. every, <laughs> every game I've been tuning into, it's just like the jerseys look great. Minnesota jerseys look good. Everything looks clean with the trim. Um, just like every all the details, everything looks just like bold, crisp, clean. Um, I just really enjoyed the jerseys. Yeah. Yeah. And tell, but then they ripped down the back. Now, I mean, what, what's about that? Just LeBron, man. Look, if you're doing that much HGH, what's going to happen? It was bound to happen. Oh, Yeah. Look, allegedly, allegedly, Alleg- supposedly. Allegedly. No, that, that jersey ripped fully. No, no. There's no allegedly on the on the jersey ripping. Okay. It's just allegedly on whether or not LeBron is juiced to the gills. <laughs> Gordon Hayward switched teams and his ankle snapped like a chicken bone. You know what I'm saying? And a marrow came squirting out. I mean, you could see it on camera. You know what I'm saying? It was gross. That dude, that happened one game in. LeBron has had his, he's been in the league 35 years now and not had one single injury. Like LeBron James. I'm not saying he's juiced, but I mean, he might enjoy some cool. saying there's you know a possibility. There's definitely the Miami point. injections. I'm saying he does these little these little trips down there right now. D Wade's with them. They're going to be doing you know banana boat strip club and chill. <sighs> you you nailed it, man. <laughs> Some Cuban sandwiches. Yeah, <laughs> that's a metaphor. Mm. <laughs> Molly Percocet. Oh. <laughs> Mask off. <laughs> All right, we're off the rails already. So, now, d- d- so first thing was the jerseys. Jerseys were fly. They second, were really good. Second thing. The rookies, the new dudes, man. I was really curious. All the hype that was coming in on these players. You know, everybody's saying it's a loaded draft. It's deep. How are they going to perform under the spotlight? Um, and I think it's been really interesting. I've really enjoyed watching Alonzo, watching Ben Simmons, uh, Dennis Smith Jr. All these guys, for the most part, have, have showed up, right? I mean, there's a few guys who haven't and, you know, been quiet, quiet from where. It's like two games, though. It's like. It's true. But even even so, like, it's been really nice to see Ben Simmons come in and be oh, yeah. a man. 
That dude looks like Love an NBA it. player. He has the vision. He has the skills. He has the handles. All you know, all of these things look really, really promising, right? Even Markel Fultz, you know, he's been very on and off and things like that. But there's moments when he looks like an NBA player, and it's just like that's not always the case, right? Brandon Ingram last year did not really look like he belonged on the court. That's fully true. Lonzo game one didn't look like he belonged on the court. No, but, he but had, second but he game, had, yeah, he had Pat Beverly, the god on him, who was just like, you know what? I'm gonna put a straight jacket on you, and you know what that straight jacket is called? It's called Patrick J. Beverly. <laughs> <laughs> you know I'm saying, welcome to the men's warehouse. You're not gonna look. I like the way you look. I guarantee. <laughs> so you know what I'm saying. So I mean, but game two, he came back, bounced back against Phoenix, and he looked mean, right? He almost had a triple double, put it up. Brendan Ingram, speaking of again, looked really great in game two. Um, mm-hmm. I felt really good about the rookies coming in, and it's just exciting. It makes the, the year that much better to watch, right? After the injuries that came through, all of a sudden Boston's not exactly a league pass darling anymore. But even speaking of Boston, right? Yeah. So you had Brown. And Tatum oh, come through, God. and they showed up. Like I was really impressed after even in, that first game against Cleveland. They've been playing really well. They've been knocking down threes, playing deep. You know, Jalen Brown had a just sick breakaway dunk this week. Yeah. like one of one of the best plays I saw right? all week. You get you draft these dudes at number three each, right? It's like you know for all the potential, all the picks, all the assets, all the things. At some point, that has to materialize, and it just feels really good to see that you know these players are coming into their own. So week one rookies has been super mm. exciting. Mm-mm. So jerseys and rookies. Yeah, I'm gonna like cop a feel with those two topics. Jerseys <laughs> right next to the jerseys are the warm ups. They're the dopest Ooh. motherfucking things that I can't wear right now because I'm a motherfucking plump. They're so fire. They're so fire. They're so fire that I wish I, you know, was half of myself that I would be able to afford those. But um, the Minnesota ones, especially with the with the wolf, yeah. up on the chest, mm. all of them are good. Mm. And I just think they're just so clean. They look kind of like Missy Elliott esque, and I love Missy Elliott. So boom, I'm with um, it. There it is. I kind of had like a theme. <laughs> I kind of had a theme of like my hot topics, um, and not the you know the chain store, but like. You know, I got the we got the the Wooks, we got the the warm ups, and we got the Wolves. The Wooks are like the Rooks. Oh, I'm also like I'm it. I'm in falling in love with these rookies. And yeah, you know, we talked about Ben Simmons just now. I'm even thinking, you know, like Josh Jackson, Lonzo Ball, and Jason Tatum, and these players are not just like role players. They're gonna no. find themselves at the crop here in a, you know a few years. And you know, right now it's like Giannis's time to shine. And I just really enjoy where they're fitting in. Um, already. I mean, and did you see Giannis doing LeBron things that, to LeBron again in that Cleveland so game? That, I mean, I know the they got they ended the up getting him that yeah. blown out, but like on the fast break, he was yeah. doing spin moves, he was doing rip through moves on dudes, and mm-hmm. then you know dunking on like doing stuff to LeBron that LeBron used to do. Like you could just see it in LeBron's eyes, like he couldn't quite keep. Like that's the first time I ever seen LeBron not look superhuman was against Giannis, and that's so crazy. That dude's twenty two. Yeah, allegedly, uh, I, that's <laughs> crazy to me that he's twenty two. The ten years gap. The, it's whatever the Greek army says. It's whatever <laughs> the Greek army says. About Said uh, Wiggins has been really impressive too. Um, with yes. the W theme. Um, but the Wolves, man, I gotta be honest. Like all season long, I've been so like tense. You know, ripping hairs off my um, chest. Um, just allegedly, allegedly, <laughs> I have hair on my chest. Thinking, can this actually happen? Can this work? And well, I'm seeing an All Star caliber player in Andrew Wiggins taking the third option by his and by the reins, by, like by the horns, being like, "I'm able to do this." And I love this little connection, the do the two two man play between Jimmy Butler and Andrew Wiggins when they're going to prove doubters wrong. Coming up the season, probably mid season, like you know, Wiggins and Jimmy Butler, can they play together? And the answer is going to be yes. And I'm Ooh. excited to see that because I'm already Ooh. seeing a lot of glimpses of them being able to do it. Also. We watched the Wolves and Jazz game. Yeah. Just a little hit. What are your thoughts? I have a lot of thoughts on that game. Okay, well, condense them. 
condense them. I miss the fuck out of Rubio so hard. I I'm so happy for him to be more of in like the light in a in a new team. I'm hard for Rubio too. Yeah, but I just think he's never had the team around him to succeed, and he's just overperformed. And while he's gonna have a uh, Ronnie Hood's injured, Gordon Hayward doesn't exist anymore, and he's gonna have to overperform again. And he really did against the Wolves, yeah. right? He he kind of showed up. He yeah. hit some some dagger threes late and things yeah. like that. Down at the end, I was really curious how things would unfold. Um, like, is it gonna go the same as what did last year, right? In the yeah. last minutes, or are they just gonna throw it away? And they really tried, right? Wiggins had some ill-fated uh, shot attempts, some drives that weren't good. Uh, Wig or uh, Towns had he he rolled the wrong way in a yeah. pick and roll, like that. That was some shit that like you know you learn in like middle school on like which way to roll, and he just like he just didn't it may have. But when you have uh, when you have Crawford and Butler on there, Butler getting key rebounds, Jamal Crawford pretending like no one else is on the court. You know what I'm saying? That dude. That dude, you know, has got some balls. Yeah. Mm. That dude let it let it fly. Mm-hmm. Um, and they came out with the W on there, and that's that's all it takes, right? It doesn't really matter how you do it in the beginning here. Is the the fact is, is last year they blew so many fourth quarter leads, and this yeah. time they didn't. Right. And that's like no matter how you got there, it's key. That's it. That's it. They got it. And they can't be overworked because they're only two games in. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. There's a little there's a little bit more to say. So, you know, Rubio was great. Um, but I just thought, you know, what we've always lacked as a franchise, even with KG being there, like KG had a little bit of a like a gnarly attitude. Was someone to take, you know, a punch, someone to like make the crowd and the team rattled. And I think for whatever fucking reason, Jimmy Butler's gonna be that guy for us. I like that. You know, we have Draymond Green, we have Dennis Rodman, the list goes is kind of, you know, somewhat narrow. Yeah. But um Jimmy Butler can be that that instigator for us. And it could really help with just momentum, turning a tide turning the tides of a short like a like a tight game. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Wiggins is a leader by example and a, a quiet leader, Kawhi-esque leader. Mm-hmm. And uh, Towns, as much as he would like to front something, he's not that. He's a skinny motherfucker that needs to bulk up and be a better presence down low because Teague's a turnstile. The Wolves are very interesting. They're going to be very interesting for the first half of the league and the first half mm-hmm. of the, the year. And I hope they pull it together. But right now I'm a little I'm hesitant to like really put them in where I thought they would be in like the fourth uh, spot. Two, just games two games in. in. It's just two games in. Two Gabe. games in. Two games in. Gabe. You can't get shot down. You just stay with where you're at. Wow, the offseason is the best part of the season, right? Because like you get so high about things and then you see the actual shit on the court. Just, it feels like you know they played against Utah and that's the level of competition where they're at right now, right? Yeah. Wherever you think Utah's at, I think it's kind of where the Wolves are at right it's now very too. Fair. So I think anywhere from six to eight, the Wolves are very much in contention right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, you know what? I'm gonna go. Let's a little, go with you, Honda. I'm what gonna go a little feeling? bit softer. You know what? The dunks are back. <laughs> dunks are back. Week one, NBA season's back. Aaron Gordon. <laughs> Aaron Gordon is throwing the ball like he's just throwing yeah. up off the glass. T Mac. I, I love it. <laughs> yeah, I absolutely love that. And just the oh god, Greek freak dunking is just like it's. I don't know. I, I might have put my order in for the jersey already. <laughs> I, I gotta check. Gotta check on the shipping. Let's do it. Yeah, um, yeah Greek Freak had a, a mean dunk. Blake Griffin had some mean dunks on oh, dudes in that yeah. first game. Um, oh, against yeah. The, yeah, against the Lakers. Yeah. Oh my god. And then Larry Nance Jr. Yes. Larry Nance Jr. What's I don't game? like anything else that Larry Nance Jr. does, but that man can dunk. And that's why he starts. <laughs> <laughs> it's just sheer entertainment out there. Um, otherwise, Porzingad's block on on oh, Anthony. That was, that was so good. Yeah. Thank you for saying that's that. That's it. That's that it. was the highlight of the week, I think, for me, for sure. That's, yeah. one, that's one of the other ones. I also liked, even though the 76ers didn't win... They're getting pieces. They're right. they're they're becoming really fun to watch. Players like Covington, just stepping up. Not only all the rookies that, have, that you guys have talked about already, but Covington and Bede and everybody else. 
Like, they are going to be fun. It's just where are they going to catch the breaks and how long is it going to take the gel? They might get lucky, right? Is if they're playing really good, they gain confidence and all these things like that, and they still end up being able to tank, right? That's that's great for them. That's what I'm saying. They're really entertaining. They're doing really good, and they're still 0-2. And if that continues throughout the regular season, I think that's almost best-case scenario for them is like, hey, we're playing good. We're, you know, we're developing our guys and things like that, and we're still going to get a mean draft pick. Yeah. They paid the bead, and, you know, they're seeing a little bit of success. I was going to rhyme with succeed. They're going to make sense. But also, he's been trashed these first two games. So you got to, you know, overreactions. Yeah. Like, is Embiid worth the money? We'll see. He's yeah, playing a little you. bit. Sure. Embiid, all you need to succeed. Oh. <laughs> Can Thanks. I also talk about something? I got to talk about this. This You should have actually brought this up. Mm. That, that Portland destroys Phoenix uh-huh. by 48 and just an, just an onslaught. What happened, MTG? I'm did, saying. Did you, one you, team is I, bad yeah, and one team true. is good. I, but, but bad. But, but here we go. Bad is a relative <laughs> but term. Here's the thing. They didn't have CJ McCollum. Everyone oh. wanted to pretend how light and how thin they were and how, oh, if it's just CJ and Dame and Nurkic, they can't get anywhere. They didn't even have CJ and they blew him out. They blew out an NBA team. All right, regardless, yeah, they are a very shitty team. They are still in the National Basketball Association, right? And they won by that level without one of their star players. Then the, <laughs> the next game, they went into and, uh, Indiana. CJ's first game, he drops 28 on them. They just make it look nasty. And they, the, my favorite thing about that is the defense they had in that game, considering the Pacers put up 140 on the Nets the game yeah. before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they kept them in like the 70s, yeah. I think. I'm pretty sure. Maybe it was the 80s. But anyways, they showed up, they're showing up defensively and offensively. They're executing well. Their pieces know who they are, right? Amino knows who he is. Harkless mm-hmm. knows who he is. You're not, you're not having a situation where it's like, oh, there's only one ball. You know, we got to get yeah. Mo Harkless' his, his shots. Like, that's not, yeah. that's not going to happen, right? That's so a Minnesota problem. They have everything together in lockstep. The coach, the players, staff. Um, management, the whole thing. So I feel really great about Portland. Like you said, two games in, I'm not going to sit here and go crazy, but um, they are first place in the West right now. Yeah. I like uh, Caleb Swanigan and Yusuf Nurkic. It's kind of like a bebop and rock steady kind of <laughs> feel. Like they're really <laughs> aggressive and, you know, you got the shredder and who, who, whoever you want to fill in that you know, metaphor. Splinter. Master Splinter. <laughs> um, shredder is the wrong. Master Shredder is the Master bad Shredder guy. Sprinkler? Sprinkler? No, no, no. Uh, hold on. What is uh, Shredder? Master Splinter. Master Splinter is the the rat that's in charge of the turtles. Oh, right? it is Shredder. <laughs> and then Damn it! Shredder is the dude with the mask, mm-hmm. who's the bad guy, and he's got the mutant, uh, like dinosaur-looking dudes that yeah. come after him in a second movie. Continue. Yeah, yeah. Well, right. I'm relating the Portland Trailblazers to Teenage Mutant Ninja Teenage Mutant. a remix. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. That's what I meant to say. Mutant Ninja Turtles. Gee in the half shell. Turtle power. Well, the bad guys. (laughs) I do want to say, though, like (laughs) Pat Cotton in with like 30 points or 20 something points. Is that replicable? We'll see. You know, their bench looks like Evan Turner and Pat Cotton. It's true. The bench is not is not not thick. But guess what? Like Oklahoma's bench, not thick. Uh, Houston maybe got a bench. Uh, yeah, they got a bench. Minnesota maybe. got bailed by their bench. Like that's, it's, that's kinda, what I'm saying. it's like, hilarious. The benches are not exactly a forefront. I think that's mm-hmm. gonna be a really key point that we'll bring up a lot this season is all these benches that are pretty thin. Yeah, and we'll see how and teams fortify. Oh, <laughs> and infrastructure. Consistency, bench consistency. infrastructure. Consistency. Mm-hmm. Did, you, and did you watch the Spurs and Wolves game? <laughs> I did. Man, it was just like MTG is right. MTG is right. MTG is right. <laughs> I don't want to say all that. I was just gonna say, Lamarcus came back, right? He said, "Oh, I had one conversation with Pop, and now I'm an all-star again." Boom! Oh, whoa! Dropping twenty-eight. Every on time you host. say "boom," I'm gonna throw a boom explosion in the background. You, you need to. The you need flex to. Drop. <laughs> all right, we're we're gonna go out of our our highlights for week one. We're gonna go in a little bit into stats. We have to give you just a quick public service announcement. The O Man's Lounge is under construction right now for week one. It will be back. It will be back. Oh. 
that was an appropriate sound for that. It will be back, but don't worry. The old man's lounge will return. All right, so we're going high society stats today because we just we didn't have time to dig into everything else. So I, I, have, a, I have a couple big stats here. Durant and Cousins both had seven blocks in a game already. Insane. That's insane. <laughs> Insaneblocks.com. <laughs> Don't go there. It's a porn site. Nah, you don't want to. Be careful. Be careful. Blocker. Blocker. <laughs> DeAndre Jordan with 24 boards in a game. I, I what? Had, I had I had 30 boards. You predicted somebody would get 30 boards this season. He had 24. He was he almost made he almost made you a rich man game one. <laughs> <laughs> and Covington is actually uh, led with seven three pointers in a game. He t- actually I think he tied with Curry. But I mean somebody got to give Ben Simmons these assists. You know, yeah. like you would have had 20 assists already, you know, <laughs> so that's uh, that's some key stats. And you know what? We got to give a shout out to a potential sponsor here. Rep your squad. So rep your squad is coming into Seattle mm. and they're getting into the Jersey rental market for the NBA. Squad rappers dot com. No, that's not that's not the that's, that's, that's not, not the right that's one. Not that's one. not the rep your squad. Rep your squad. So we're squad g- the rapper dot com. We're going to I'm arranging an event. I'm in arranging an event with uh, with these guys in Seattle. So we're going to go. We're going to go out, have the, uh, the NBA Thursday crew and go wear some jerseys. Oh Rep up God. to the that's squad. all I've ever Ooh. wanted. Ooh. That's all I ever wanted. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We got to turn our attention over to the 1230 Project. Gee, so we sat for four hours before the season to predict every single game. Thanks for reminding me. Every single game. No, it was was (laughs) an amazing, amazing task. Extremely tiring. So there there have been 26 games. I'm not including the games today. Gee, you're, you're winning by one. Pay up. What's up? What's oh, up? Hey, uh, no, no, no. One week in. Give the actual, uh, what's the actual records right now. He's 16 for 26. I am 15 for 26. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. So oh, one you're, game. You're 62. You're 62%. I am 57%. Oh, my God. And we started out so ugly. Like we had like all the games wrong for the first three or four days. We had we we each had different games wrong. <laughs> no, on Thursday though we we went a hundred percent. So that's all that's all it counts. Bring Thursday to Vegas. Bring <laughs> bring everything else. Everything else. The eleven game uh, Tuesdays Thursdays. Y'all just need to ask yourself Tuesday are there, Wednesday. Are there games on TNT tonight? Yes, I'm going hundred percent. Yes, yeah, yes. Yeah. Parlay that shit. If they're <laughs> if they're on TNT, we're going for it. So no, we're do, we're doing all right. I'm gonna keep track of that every probably every single week so it doesn't nice. get uh doesn't go too far ahead you know which you know which one really bugs me though Guy? the only reason you're ahead of me i didn't i didn't predict the wolves against the jazz oh you took the jazz i took the jazz oh my god to be fair i would have picked the same thing and the wolves they weren't they you know it was very close that, that could have gone either way it was a coin flip you know what I'm saying like that that really could have gone the other way so i don't yeah. know that you should be that upset but you with had like you had boston in the first game i had the cavs yeah. i had the you had brooklyn i had the pacers in that that huge game so uh, on it's, par it's been it's it's been pretty close but we'll continue to monitor that yeah pull up all right so mtg bring us in to the three man weave hey what's good fellas What's oh, that man, man, what an answer. The only answer to this question, not even the correct one, the only one, is Russell Westbrook. Interesting. Russell Westbrook, I'm doing how Harlem Globetrotter shit around my body, spinning on my finger right now. Will crying LeBron replace crying Jordan in the memosphere this season? Three, three, three. Man, man, man. We? So, right here. Sink. <laughs> <laughs> so, right here. Fan, feast, or famine. Right here. Mm. 
Mm. There's been a lot of uh, excitement around the NBA season coming up that hasn't really translated to fan attendance in some markets. You know what I'm saying? Aye. You got some some people uh, on some new teams. Mm. Those markets are really excited. And then you got uh, some people that, um, shall we say, are le tanking. And <laughs> the tanking before the season starts? While the fans. It, it, yeah, while yeah, the season starts. While the fans might understand <laughs> it, they're not really showing up for that. So. Yeah. What is your most like egregious or uh, just most uh, outstanding fan support or lack of fans that you've seen week one? Mm, okay. Um, I guess I'm just thinking like a little bit in the future too in this, with this answer. Detroit. Mm. <laughs> they didn't even fill up 50% of their attendance Yikes. in opening. On the home opening, opening. night. <laughs> They it had a new arena. I think it's like the Little Caesars like Palace Arena. It's in the new location. Pizza, pizza, pizza. Detroit pizza forgot where the stadium was. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like they, uh, those Little Caesars pizzas are only five dollars. They wasn't. Give, <laughs> they weren't giving them out enough. You know what I'm saying? Should have given them free pizza for everybody that attended. Right. Anytime, anytime, Andre Drummond misses a free throw, free pizza. Ah, that's what I'm saying. They <laughs> got me in there. That's the only way. Yeah. That's the only way you're gonna get people to show up. But I'm also thinking like straight up, like 2017, the year oh. of the dragon. Which is probably not true. It's not. It's the year of the rooster, but it's cool. Rooster booster. Boost up the attendance with some fucking holograms. Put Boom. put holograms in the seats. Make them look like they have a you know crowd to back them up with. Fill in the crowd noise. So hey, oh, if you man. can bring it back white noise. Any NBA player in hologram for uh, For Detroit? If you could bring back any player in hologram form that's no longer playing and put them in the Hall of Fame. Hall of Fame. Who would it be? Go. Robert Parrish. Lamar Odom. Bill Walton. Ooh. <laughs> Lamar Odom that was the key there. That was incredible. <laughs> Lamar Odom? Yeah. Why not? Lamar? I think he should change his name to Lamar Ball. Yeah. Be, become relevant again. All right. Back, that's to, terrible. back to fans. That's, Here we go. That's Hondo, terrible. What edit, was... edit all of that. <laughs> <laughs> Fans, dude, Phoenix. Phoenix is going to struggle oh, to bring in fans this season. If you lose by 48 in your opener, and like, granted, Portland's a good team, but there are stacks of teams that are at Portland's caliber this season. Yeah, and not to mention that did show up in the next game they played against LA, right? LA's got a little buzz, and like, I, I tuned in and watched a little bit of that game. Yeah. And I was like, I literally saw how many empty seats there were, and I was just like, is Phoenix going to have to contract? Are yeah. they going to have to move the team? Is, like, is Seattle about to get the Phoenix Suns? Like, oh, like G bound. It so was so nasty. The highlight of that game was like Devin Booker falling on his butt. I mean, if you're into Devin Booker or butts. Yeah. But. <laughs> well, you know. So does Adam Silver invoke like a temporary clause in which if, if you lose like 10 games in a row, you have the right to invoke any players from your historical roster? Ooh, in hologram form? Hologram or real. So they're, they're going to bring back Barkley and KJ and Cedric Zabalos, <laughs> Tom Chambers. Let's Maybe do it. Put them on the court. Um, Silver has shown that he's going to think about it, right? He's, <laughs> he's going to think about things like changing the NBA schedule, changing the format of the playoffs. Let's change the format of teams that are good or bad. If they're bad, they're out. Uh, First weekend, <laughs> let's just make bold predictions. Just the boomer, pred- the boomer bus league, just yeah. like uh, this week, the Phoenix Suns have contracted due to yeah. <laughs> due to low. They start eliminating teams from playoff contention week one. They're just like, you're out. You no longer need to play the games. Uh, word. So mine, it's, it's Hunger Games basketball. Yeah, yeah. I love that. Yeah. All right. So my pick is the pick that y'all should have had. Mm. Your Minnesota Timberwolves sellout. 
home oh, the first time. Oh my god! Yeah, the first time in like six so years. So many fans not Why? showing up. So we were many going empty with the seats. bus, and you went with the boom. The, Obvious. The, the Target Center man actually actually nice. filled the capacity. You know, like yeah. people rooting for their team and showing some some damn fan support. Three hundred so, million dollar renovation was, too. It was really nice to see. I was really glad that the people came out and understood. You know what their team's at right now. What phase and you know just how important it is for the fans to sort of like elevate the yeah. team and the players. Court, I so. shot on that court in 94. 94. Oh, you I was, shot on it or you shat on it? I didn't shat on it. I don't know. I heard you said. I I I went to a training camp there. Took a dump. <laughs> <laughs> Get out of here, man. I went to a training camp. <laughs> That's awesome. That's cool. I hit I hit some layups. Some jumpers? Nice. Yeah, not some layups. Just Ni- some layups? 94. You're 90, in the layup line? 94. I'm what? I'm like nine, man. Were you, we were in the, uh, the tearaways, the warm-ups? No, I didn't have the full gear, man. Oh, okay. Pixar ain't real. <laughs> Pixar, Pixar ain't real. This is a long ass time ago, <laughs> no, man. No, 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 no. This you didn't like... hear what he said. He said Pixar ain't real. He, oh, back, that's yeah, it. This is back yeah, in the holograms. That's probably you know it. That's so probably is, it. He's Toy a little Story. late, but yeah. he was a. <laughs> Some didn't exist. commentary on the animation <laughs> Toy, industry. Toy Story doesn't count. That's in the show notes right now. Oh my god! All right, so the contention. Let's just. Just bring it back. Let's just bring it back. Let's get right back five, into it. Five minutes. Five minutes. We're time boxing this shit because this could go all day. Five through eight. Five through yeah. eight in the West. What's the story? Hold on. Any, anybody feeling shaky right now on their picks? Anybody feeling a little a little rough on that five through eight I'm, West? I'm going to bring it up. I'm going to bring it up. Bring it up. Bring it up. I mean, we're not going to bring up who's literally five through eight right this second because there's only been two games. But No, we just, are. How dare you? <laughs> How dare you? What I'm saying is, like, for the teams you picked five through eight, are there any of them that you're like, "Ooh, I wish that I didn't put them in five through eight? Or there's one you're just like, uh, "I wish I had put them in." Who, who you guys going? Mm. Uh, Pelicans and Blazers. They mm. need to swap positions. Gotcha. I think already. I think you know what wins in this game are going to be stars. Obviously, they both have stars, but what's also going to win are three pointers and outscoring your opponent. Obviously, and yes, yeah, both Davis and Cousins are interesting defensively, but they're not like. Stout, like change stalwarts, right? They're not going to change the game. They're not stalwarts. Now, how do you feel? You, I mean, you you brought up a like, you know, you put a lot riding for Denver on one Jameer Nelson, and now <laughs> he's not even on the team. <laughs> Woj bomb drop that Jameer just signed with uh, New Orleans. He was part of a conversation that was like, you know what? Let's re yeah, remix they that did. conversation. They did. So he's on New Richard Orleans. Jefferson now. Does that make you feel better about New Orleans now that they have Jameer Nelson? <laughs> <laughs> this, that can't no, be a real because Jameer Nelson joined the Pelicans. They're out. You feel better about the, feel better about out. Denver. <laughs> yeah. I'm actually pretty high on Denver. I think they're gonna really. I I think I'm winning 100 bucks this season. That's all. Oh, how excited wow. I am. I like it. I like it. How many points Paul Mills have? We don't know. <laughs> we know that Rudy the, Gay's not getting 20. The biggest points riding the pine with the biggest Paul Mills that's in the league. Duncan awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm nervous about the uh, about the Clippers. Mm. Like I think the Clippers could. I don't even have them in the playoffs, so. I th- like I think I'm definitively bit. wrong about that. Uh, I just don't know. I still don't know where they're going to land. There's a hunger with them, but and, I don't know if that you know. You know with with a with a record of one and zero, oh, it's it's hard to gauge <laughs> where, where where we could go from here. <laughs> um, I I was a little bit low on Memphis coming this season. I don't think any of us had them in the playoffs. No. And for me, the it's the Memphis uh, Utah conversation, right? Like yeah. Yeah. again, right? If you're going to pick consistency, you're going to pick infrastructure. You're going to pick. Uh, organizations that know how to get the most out of their players, that's Memphis, right? And mm. so I was just like watching them week one and things like that. They still got Conley and Gasol. They're still both really mean. And, yeah. you know, over the course of a long season, as long as neither of them gets injured, they could be okay. I mean, that's why I didn't put them in is because I feel like 
any small chink in that armor and all of a sudden you're getting shot. Yeah, yeah. I feel mm-hmm. like uh, Chandler Parsons being booed on their home court <laughs> has a lot of conversation, right? That's a full episode, <laughs> right there. Right. Um, I don't want to talk about Chandler Parsons. That's no, right. The whole episode. That's why that's the episode that will never happen. <laughs> we'll call that the Chandler missing Parsons. Yes, the cold, the cold case starring Chandler Parsons. Cold case <laughs> of a carton of milk yeah. with Chandler Parsons missing face on it. Where are you? We don't know. We don't care. Don't do not call this number. This number is not listed. This number is it's, a KFC. It's, un, it's un, an unlisted KFC. <laughs> That's the name of my next mixtape. Double down. Dot com. I kind of love that. All right, I want to bring up a story. I don't want to get all the way into it though. This episode because we're coming back to discuss this further. But there was a there was a story that came out this week about kind of re-ranking the top 50 players of all time. And I don't, they took out 14 classic players and put in like what they put in 14 new players from the, from the modern era. Now, some of those players, some of the players are still playing today. I don't know. Can you, how do you do this fairly? I, I, without even talking about the specific players involved, how do you do this fairly? Because there's different eras of play. There's different styles of play. Right. I mean, all you can do is really come in and say, since that last list came out in the 90s, right, the mid-90s, what are the players since then that have made a large enough impact that you feel like should be warranted on the list, right? And so sure. I, I think it's less about just, like, reevaluating evaluating the people that made the list last time and evaluating the people that have come since then. Right? Okay. And so my thing that's, is that, like, fair. that should be a pretty limited number of players. There's a recency bias that everybody gets into. There's a neophilia that people love. You know, there's all kinds of, you know, new style of basketball and this and that. And I think people really need to check themselves right quick before they start dropping players out of the top 50 that were in there before. Yeah. So I think there's a few players that do deserve. I think there's probably less than people think. Um, mm-hmm. I think dropping this this article right now is, like, classic mm-hmm. clickbait. Like, why oh, the yeah. hell? So no, much that's, of that right that, now. that's fair. That's fair. But I was, I was, my blood was boiling. There, mm. there's a couple big names on that list that I was just like, what are I, those names? Uh, Bill Walton was on there. Yeah, sure. James Worthy was on there <laughs> as the ones who dropped out. Yeah. Yikes. Uh, uh who in favor of who was it? Like, uh, Dwayne, Dwayne Wade, Wade, Paul I don't Pierce, know. That's Reggie crazy. Miller. Like, I mean, and, and there's merits for the like the players sure. who are getting mentioned have merits. Don't get me wrong. But it's it's that decisioning about how they how they get in. What do you base it on? Do you base it sure. on championships? Do you base it on stats? Do you base it on whatever else? Well, I mean, and, you know, you got to think. There's just like a handful of players that no matter what gotta gotta go on that list. And so five yeah, players like, gotta get dropped. So like, you're talking like TD. You're talking about KG. You're talking about like, Kobe. You're talking about LeBron, right? So just off the top, you got at least four players right there that need to go on that list that weren't on when the list dropped. So, so you, you said you said Duncan, Kobe, LeBron, KG, and that's being yeah, super KG. conservative. Yeah, conservative. You know what I'm saying? Like accurate, you can though. you can start talking yeah. about other players if you want, but to me, those are the only four that really deserve a lot of conversation right now. Mm-hmm. Everybody else is like, you know, whenever the next milestone is, right? Whenever you know the. Mm-hmm. 100th anniversary of the NBA comes around. That's when you release the next the next list or whatever. And that's mm-hmm. when you start talking about all this stuff. All this got further complicated. I was reading because Bill Walton himself was like coming up with a list of the top <laughs> the top 70 players for 70 years in the NBA. No, no, no. He came up with the top 70 members of the Grateful Dead. <laughs> <laughs> that's all in his shirt. That's fair. He, everybody that's got that, confused. That, it was, that, yeah, I don't know. I don't like that's probably right. Okay. Be, oh, you got Ramble Gamble. Oh, I'm, I'm hey, uh, Ramble and Gamble. The Rambling Gambler. The Rambling Gambler. Whoa! 
Oh, man, man, man. Rambling Gambler here. Rambling Gambler. Oh, here it is. Before you end up in shambles. Here it is. Here it is. I'm back. I'm Hondo with Rambling Gambler. And I, I am back. And you know what? I want a stat that the NBA does not currently track. And I want the number of bets. I want over-under bets to be allowed for if a player has their shoes on or off. Uh, how many shoes fall off per game? I want yes. I want shoes falling off per game and blocks SOPG blocks points assists. I actually want I want the I want to run the whole gamut with shoes on and off and then shoes on or off. Now what about ooh? Now what about ooh. advanced statistics where it's like miles shoes on miles or off. run without shoes on, <laughs> shoes on or off per thirty six <laughs> plus minus with a shoe off. <laughs> Defensive rating per. Lace. I want to know if they tie their own shoes or if people are hired to tie their shoes on and mm. yeah, on or off <laughs> where they tie the shoes on before they're put on their feet or if they're not put on their feet before they tie the shoe. That's crazy to me. Your eyes are and your eyebrows and your stank faces and everything. <laughs> it's meaningful. NBA. Heed our heed our words. We need these stats. We uh, need these stats. So we uh, need Dota, the NBA game, Tim Burton. Before we, b- before we end this episode, we have to check back on bets that happened. So, are we pay are we paying bets? Are we? This paying, is a great conversation. Are we so paying we any bets this week? Yo, let's run it back. So we had you're a bet right, going. Right. Which player who is consistently injured would uh-huh. have his injury first this season? Yes. So we laid this out in our last episode. Go back, watch it, read it, uh, <laughs> look at it on the teleprompter, whatever you need to do. And so Guy had picked one Derrick Rose. And so, of the three that we picked, that was the first one to occur. Now, yes. you know, Gordon Hayward didn't count, right? No, because no, he has no history of ankle injuries. But somebody like a Jeremy Lin, do we feel like he counted because he's had knee injuries before? Do we feel like uh, who else got injured? Chris Paul has some has some knee issues, and he's already out before mm. before Derrick Rose was announced. Yeah. And he's he's been kind of chronic with the injuries. But what uh, as a group, I, as a consensus, how do we feel about this, the status so, of the bet? So, I don't want to settle this bet. I want to see it last a little bit longer. Okay. I think okay. Derrick Rose knee or Derrick Rose ankle, those are two separate things. It's oh. always been about his knee, oh, not okay. his ankle. And I, I would love to get paid. I need that money. I got to pay my rent. Um, but but I being think charitable his ankle right versus now. knee, okay. I agree. there's a difference. He doesn't have very many Man, ankle injury history. He, his knees are the are the critical yeah. factor. Okay. okay. It's been wrapped about, you know? Yeah. Man, you're paying your, paying your rent with blood money, Key. Unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> Playing, playing his rent with bone marrow. So, so I think it goes back to the players that we had and the specific injury that they that, okay. th- that they went in with. So I had okay. I had Davis AD. with with the back injury. So he has to go out with a back injury. And I had D Wade, um, and I can't remember which injury. It's fine because he said face a m- many. <laughs> <laughs> mask off. <laughs> and I have Derrick Rose knee. And I blow from the jump, Derrick Rose knee. Oh, Derrick Rose knee. Okay, so I'll. I'll Clarify which D Wade injury of the you know the multiplicity that he said, <laughs> um, and we'll figure that. So and so we want to limit this to just the players we picked, right? So yeah, okay, cool. So we're, so anybody else who gets injured, you know, Embiid gets injured and goes out for the season, we're not going to say that's a wash, and you know, and we just that's please. true. Okay, so that's somebody true. so somebody's got to somebody's got to cash out this season, and so of the three it's, players, yeah, that we named. Well, we're cashing we're I cashing out all our bets this season. I want to introduce an, another segment into this into our podcast. Are there new bets to add for next week? Yes. There has to be. Are there new let bets? Let us know. What's good? Let's, let us know, fans. www.fansknow.com. RTBfansknow.com. These bets are fan-provided by... These bets are nuts. Another public service announcement. 
Uh, RideThePine.com is just about activated, so I will hopefully get that posted this week. We will have content. We will have the 1230 Project results so you can follow along. We will have all of our episodes posted. Follow us along there. That's a lot of fun. You know what? I'm going to integrate a little bit of InsaneDunks.com into that website, too. Bring it back. Bring it back. Bring it back. We will have our our favorite video clips in as well, so... You can find us on Almighty Baller Radio for all of our episodes. Also, there's a whole host of awesome basketball podcasts on Almighty Baller. Please go check them out. These are our friends and colleagues. These guys are as versed, if not more, in the NBA than we are. So I'd love for you to connect with them so you guys can keep streaming basketball knowledge nonstop throughout the season. All right, stay with us. This is Riding the Pond. I am Hondo here with MTG and Key. We out. subscribe and uh, nail to your local public church's doorway. Riding the Pine, now on Almighty Baller Radio. Riding the Pine! Tune in and find us wherever fine podcasts are sold. Do not tap the glass. Break glass in case a podcast emerges. Riding the Pine, brought to you by Godsham brought to you Brought to you by Hondo, a.k.a. Brett Hoiberg. Join us on Twitter at Riding underscore the Pine. This is Stacy on her motorcycle. What an incredible view! And this is Stacy off her motorcycle. Does this have sucralose in it? On her motorcycle. Oh, the wind in my hair! Off her motorcycle. Uh, it's pronounced etc., not etc. On. Woohoo! Yes! Off. No. You're better on your bike. And with basic policy starting at $75 a year, quote today at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates Annual Premium for Basic Liability Policy not available in all states. Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive number one, number two employee. Leave a message at the... Hey, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. This is your daily pep talk. I know it's been rough going ever since people found out about your acapella group, Mad Harmony, but you will bounce back. I mean, you're the guy always helping people find coverage options with the Name Your Price tool. It should be you giving me the pep talk. Now get out there, hit that high note, and take Mad Harmony all the way to nationals this year! Sorry, the pitchy. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.